See, I tell old stories in the modern way. I leave most of the components of the story in, but why I do it in a more modern way is that I'm trying to get through to the young people and those not so young. Yeah, I'm still, yeah, I'm in my 60s, but I'm still young. Yeah. So the idea is to get through the people that those old stories and some of their meanings are still as important today as they were back then. And uh, they live forever while, see, I took my kids home so I could tell them the stories of my country so that they knew where the stories happened. And um, I think that's important. It's like all of us as parents, we want our children to know our story and our story is our country. And so I tell them, but I tell them in a more modern way. I'm going to tell you a story about some relatives of mine. My people's creator, Bunjil, had his own waterhole and no one dare go near Bunjil's waterhole for Bunjil was not only creator, he was fierce eagle. One day on a hot day, a beautiful white bird, a white swan, was flying over and seen Bunjil's waterhole. He decided to go for a swim. He knew it was Bunjil's waterhole, but he didn't think Bunjil would catch him. So he's swimming away when Bunjil seen this from the sky. So Bunjil flew down full of anger and fury and he tore into the bird, ripping and shredding and tearing at the bird and flew off, leaving the bird a bloodied, dying mess. Now, Wah seen this. Wah, sometimes commonly known as a crow, but he's actually a raven. Wah seen this and Wah felt sorry for the poor dying bird. So Wah hopped out and started to sing and dance around the bird. And as he sang and danced around the bird, he placed feathers on the bird. And he did this a few times, then he went to the head of the bird and there he sang. And as he sang, the feathers split and grew and split and grew until finally they covered the whole of the bird's body, healing him, turning him into the first black swan. And this is why the native swan of Victoria is black. Now, how do we know this story could be true? Look carefully at the swan. You notice that his beak and his feet are red from the blood that was spilt. And when he ruffles his feathers, there's a couple of white ones left from the time before he fought with Bunjil. And that's how we know the story is true. As I said, that's a family story. I'm from Wa people. And um, because of that story, myself, and the uh, Gunawara are related as cousins. Um, it's an interesting little story, but it's one of those that, um, oh, by the way, I'm from near a Bullock clan, which means that I'm from mountain stream people, which means that I'm one of those hillbillies, <laughs> I think. Um, but the story I tell the most, because, um, because a lot of people like it, Matter of fact, one of my friends refers to it as a, a reconciliation story. So many years ago, there were two people, duck people and water rat people. And duck and water rat did not like each other, for duck and water rat had once argued over water hole. So every time duck children would be anywhere near water rat water hole, they'd be told, keep going, we're not camping here, keep going, water rat, fierce warrior, keep going, 
we're not camping here. Dangerous man. Water rate. Keep going. We're not camping here. Now, over the years, none of the duck children ever believed in water rat. For whilst water rat was fierce, he was also very shy. So one day on a hot day, duck woman decided to go for a swim in water rat water hole. She was swimming away when water rat heard that from inside his cave. So water rat grabbed his spear to come out and spear who it was, noticed it was duck woman and decided to get to know her. So he put down his spear and started swimming in and out the shadows as water rat does while duck was swimming in the open. Gradually they got to see each other and gradually they got to talk together. And they got along so well that every evening duck woman would come and swim, eat and talk with water rat. Finally, when her people left, she stayed. Yeah, a couple of years have passed and one day they heard all this sound and she's gone, water rat, I think that's my people and I've not seen them in a long time and I miss them so and they might think I'm dead. So I'd like to see them to assure them I'm okay. Water rat's gone, yeah, that's a good idea. But what are you going to say about us? After all, your people and my people fought. And what are we going to say about the children? So they talked some more and Duck Woman came up with a plan. Off they went. When they got close, Water Rat and the children stayed behind and in went Duck Woman. As I say, I do it in a more modern way. Oh, my sister! Oh, my cousin! Oh, my niece! Oh, my daughter! Oh, my grandchild! Oh, my auntie! Oh, it's good to see you again! And they got so excited about her return, for they had thought she died, that they decided to hold a party to celebrate. Now, let me tell you something about duck people. They're not like us. We get a party, half a day, maybe an evening, if we're real bloody lucky, a weekend. Well, those duck people, when they partied, man, they partied for days. Matter of fact, I call them the original party animals. They were partying away, partying away, and there was a bit of a break. Come on, tell us, where have you been? What have you been up to? Why hadn't we heard from you such a long time? We thought you were dead, what's going on? So she said, well, remember last time we were here? Remember I was going off every night? I met this shy, gentle, dark, hairy, handsome man. Nah, not me. <laughs> shy, gentle, dark, hairy, handsome man. And we got along so well that when you left, we decided to elope. Well, he sounds good. Where is he? Why didn't you bring him with you? Oh, wait, there's more. Since then, we've also had children and they've inherited the best features of their father's people and the best features of our people. Well, come on, show us. Where are they? So she called. Husband, can you come in and bring the children? When Woolerat walked in, all the ducks could see was Woolerat for they die for their spears. Stop, stop, she said. That's a husband I was telling you about. Woolerat, you better get your people. We need to meet now. So the Woolerat people came. They were talking by themselves while the duck people were talking by themselves. The two groups then walked together and started talking. And at the end, they marched up and they said, duck, Woolerat, for years our people have been enemies. For years our people have fought. Now you two have married. Now because of you two, we can no longer fight. For now, because of you two, we're part of the same family. And the proof of that is your children. For the mother had not lied. They had inherited the father's dark and hairy body, his shy nature, and the mother's duck bill and webbed feet. And they became the first platypus. And the reason why the duck and the water rat 
are now part of the same family is their children, the platypus. Oh, that's not a bad story, eh? <laughs>